For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everyone and welcome to the Five Star Joshi Show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I'm your host, as always, Scott Edwards, and with me today is Jamie Ross of Wrestle Purist, Dumb Guy Live. Jamie, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's always a pleasure to be on the Five Star Joshi Show. I was just thinking, actually, just uh, before we went live, I believe the last time I was on the Five Star Joshi Show was as Tam Nakano had just captured the red belt, if my memory serves me correct. I believe it's all, all the way back then, I feel. You now, that is, right. it's been quite you the time be. since then. Yeah, <laughs> been, it sure yeah. has. It's been a yeah. roller coaster um, of a year for stardom. Mm-hmm. Um, and this week has been maybe like the culmination of it all. Oh, yeah. In every possible way, whether it is titles being vacated, whether it is uh, new management, mm-hmm. no, that does not mean Rossi is gone, folks. Uh, if you're listening and follow via this episode, uh, that does not mean that. But what it does mean is that there's a lot of change going on in stardom, some for the better, I'd argue, mm-hmm. um, and some, you know, kind of wait and see because I don't know the full business on their end, so you, you never know. But there's a lot to get into. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna do this whole preamble conversation too too long uh because like i said this is this is a stardom only podcast today couldn't be more stardom only uh because they have run the news and i was going to start differently we were going to start reviewing the shows from this past week because they did have new blood west one as well as gold rush 2023 and we'll get to those But Julia dropped a huge interview today, and I think that is where we're going to start. Because then I could talk about the new president and representative director of Bushi Road Fight, Taro Okada, taking over for Katsuhiko Harada. Um, Harada, I believe, has been in the position since 2016, or at least with Bushi Road since then, Um, and, you know, was one of the 
you know, key people over stardom, obviously, once they were acquired. And Dave Meltzer kind of went in on it on Wrestle Observer Radio. I think it was radio yesterday, talking about how it is a very big change and how there was seemingly a disconnection between the office and Rossi Ogawa slash Stardom's office for quite a bit of time. Um, Harada is someone that brought ideas like the Halloween shows and the coffin matches to the surface, which if you've listened to the show, I was not a big fan of. So not great. Um, And Dave even noted, uh, Dave even noted that during the press conference this past week, um, Rossi said something of the likes of if we can start letting the wrestling people take care of the wrestling. And if that doesn't say at all, I don't know what does. Now, I'm sure there's other people in Bushi Road fight that may or may not have say that, you know, affects Star and what's and whatnot. But I think the most telling aspect of what Dave said came today when um, Julia dropped one of the more telling interviews you're going to get, I think, from a wrestler in Japan that's you know currently active, not a post-career, and especially since she's at the top of her game. Um, and this, this main quote that I've taken is the one that really sticks out, and it is the thing that Rossi Ogawa has built is being destroyed. Up until last year and the year before, we had a lot of momentum, didn't we? It was extremely frustrating to see that the things we had all built together were falling apart more and more, especially since the beginning of this year. So with that in mind, I spoke out that, of course, talking about the joint presentation uh, with Bushi Road when she, you know, openly said we need to change something about the five star Grand Prix. And I think that was just one of many conversations she has had with Kidani, which she notified in that interview. So ultimately, we will get into this now. What were your initial thoughts? Because I'll tell you what mine were when the president changed. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know the difference. And then as things started to trickle out, what were your uh, thoughts about the whole fiasco? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, like, I'm not going to pretend that I know the insides, uh, you know, the, the ins and outs of what um, you know, the previous guy in power did uh, or what his uh, exact roles were sort of thing. But just from viewing stardom over the last couple of years and the kind of trajectory they've been on and then the way this year has kind of panned out. You know, you talk about like the, the Halloween show and stuff like this and obviously we've had all these injuries, scheduling issues, which have been something that a lot of fans have been pointing out for a long, long time now. I mean, I always joke, um, you know, on, on our show, Dumb Guy Live, that it seems like we get a stardom pay-per-view kind of every weekend, which is yeah. great for, for like content sake. You know, we, we get a lot of shows out of it, but it's kind of, it felt like something had to change in the the direction that the company was going. Um, now I don't know whether this is going to be a positive change. It seems like you know the early signs that it may. It seems like it's pointing towards that. The new guy, Okada, seems like he's a he's a big fan of pro wrestling. So I'm hopeful that you know he's going to be able to you know as Julia said, kind of let the the um, or, or Rossi rather let let the kind of wrestling people involved lead that direction. Um, but obviously, time will tell. On that, and then in terms of Julia's comments, I mean, it's a pretty uh, damning <laughs> criticism of the the previous management, and I think she's absolutely right to, to say what she said. You know, kind of just repeating what I've just said. You know, from viewing the last year, it has been it's been very obvious that something um, had to change. So, 
I'm uh, I'm fully behind, you know, the, the shift in management. We'll see how it pans out. But um, as of right now, I think they've made the right move in terms of just the change in general. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, uh, the the new president Okada's comments off the bat interested me just because he's like he sounds like he cares about pro wrestling, mm-hmm. like it's something he's interested in. Uh, he's been with Bushi Road. He's been he was part of one of their other many brands things Mm -hmm. and they've moved him over now so it's not like he's a brand new guy to the company um and obviously i had no idea what he was saying during the press conference but he seemed uh he seemed like very overwhelmed (laughs) but also like i think he i maybe this is just me but he was giving off this idea of like i I care and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And of course, Gold Rush started with Kidani talking about the investigation regarding that show that changed times, which I think for us, right, we saw the show change times. We're like, okay. Mm-hmm. And it became like one of the biggest things I've seen happen in stardom. And I, I don't know if that's ultimately what led to Harada. I know they said Harada's retiring, but you know, you know, yeah. they, Dave, Dave said, you know, well, well it could have been what led to one and then the other. Uh, but overall, I think it's it, if you are a stardom fan or you are a Joshi fan or you are someone that has watched the product and not felt it has not felt right to you this year, um, you're not alone. The roster agrees. Uh, the roster agrees. And when the roster agrees, I think that's when change really does need to be made. Um, and I'm excited. I will say that I'm excited about the mm-hmm. future. Not, I was excited about the future after the press conference, as is, but this has only helped, you know, snowball that into more excitement because it does feel like they now have a goal here to uh, get back to. And of course, the rumors of Julia potentially leaving, whether she's leaving or not, this is one hell of a way to uh, <laughs> help out. If if she's going to stick around or so, because maybe 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 this is what helps her stick around. I think that's also a yeah. possibility. Yeah, I think it's a possibility. I mean, obviously, when those rumors initially came out um, from PW Insider that she may be heading to WWE, obviously we've had a little bit more information since then from Melter and uh, PW Insider again. Um, that was before we had all these changes, and obviously things may have been bubbling in the background. We don't know exactly how long um, these things have, have been going on. Obviously, it seems like. On the wrestler side, it's been an issue that they've been wanting to raise for a little while now. But this, obviously, this um, this time and change seemed to be, you know, the last, uh, the last kind of the the, the you know, the kind of straw that broke the camel's back here. Uh, <laughs> I kind of joke that um, you know, you see with uh, in Japan, kind of like the times of their trains are never late. This this one show being a couple hours off, really, <laughs> this was a big deal. Um, but you know, if that means that you know there's going to be like widespread change across the promotion to try and get them back to that level, then I'm absolutely all for it. And if that means that because of that, Julia is then kind of um, you know her, her enthusiasm for the promotion comes back, and she maybe thinks, okay, maybe I'm going to stick around, help them get back to those levels that I know they can be at. Then that's a great thing. Yeah, it's very clear that she has a loyalty to Rossi. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is, again, a key part as the next couple of months come together, you know, because the the loyalty doesn't 
always you know that doesn't always mean you stay because mm -hmm. at the end of the day julia has done everything she has all the reason well, yeah. to want to go join wwe or somewhere if that were the case but but the the loyalty and defending him especially in these public comments i do i do think brings up a good point of all right well there's more to this than just okay she's gone which again i think is important um she she also added that after the osaka show on the 18th which of course was gold rush which she competed in the ladder match she said i just want to have a normal match let me have a normal match i beg you i beg you uh she talked about how like ladder matches aren't <laughs> something that she thinks mm -hmm. stardom fans are looking for uh wouldn't you rather see a big 20 minute main event the answer is yes i would much rather see the oh, yeah. usual stardom main event she kind of now i saw this loose translation of it but it seemed like she kind of laughed at the idea that the ladder match was the main event she was like it was more of a bonus <laughs> rather than she was like the wonder match is the main event she really does care about the placement stuff mm -hmm. like that so i do wonder if we just never see like these crazy stipulation matches again because they did have a lot of wwe flair to them um for no reason at all other than just to have them Mm -hmm. yeah well it's uh, on that point it's, it's, it does seem a little while since we've had our last stardom in showcase um mm -hmm. that seems yeah, like the type not. of thing based on what we've been hearing <laughs> that, that was uh the previous management's yeah. kind of thing based on the yeah. stuff that um, you know julie's been saying and those type of comments so it'll be interesting to see whether that any, ever makes a return i would assume probably not in the the way their current trajectories go but yeah i mean I, I mean i totally agree with julia on the the sentiment that the white belt should you know um you know take center stage and main events on these shows obviously you know the the money ball out of the match last year um, I think it was a lot more entertaining than the one we got this year, but obviously this year was played by injuries and stuff like that. Um, they still, they, you know, for for it was they did they did a decent job, but it was never going to be, um, you know, live up to that. And obviously, yeah, uh, yeah. I just I just think whenever you've got one of those two main titles on the show, I think unless there's like real stakes, you know, if it's like mm -hmm. maybe like a faction, you know, some sort of faction implication or something like sure. that, sure, then. I think those two belts should uh, should always headline. Yeah, I agree, and I think I, I think just like thinking out loud here now, there's probably a reason. Like when we had all these stipulation matches, they never involved mm -hmm. anything of importance, but we're almost non-canon to the mm -hmm. Stardom world, yeah. which is very funny because it's like, why why are we having non-canon wrestling shows? Like <laughs> why like why why is Mayu and Rossi getting buried in a coffin? And then, like, you know, the next day, it's like, all right, that didn't happen. You know, it's like, clearly, that's because, obviously, Rossi seemingly wasn't a big fan of that, nor was the roster. Uh, maybe they had fun mm -hmm. with, like, you know, Koguma jumping off the bouncy house and stuff. But, you know, for every, for every one of those, I had to watch a coffin match with Anai Takahashi. So, <sighs> well, well, <laughs> that dreaded Cosmic cosmic Rules match. Oh, uh, jeez, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> That's where we stop. Uh, so New Blood West 1 was this past Friday, um, and it was live on YouTube. You can check yeah. it out anytime that you want to uh, check it out, and I think it's a show worth seeing. There was a lot of good about this show, but maybe mm -hmm. none more than the in-ring debut of Stardom's new rookie, Yuzuki 
who wrestled Momo Watanabe. If you're watching the video here on the Patreon, uh, you could see the picture of her trying to get a pin on Momo Watanabe. If you're not, and you're just listening on Spotify, Apple, thank you so much for listening. Uh, but Yuzuki makes her debut. Oh, yeah. uh, and I'm not, I'm not going to over-exaggerate or anything, but I believe she's the future of professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> this was as good a debut as I've seen for a wrestler in stardom since when Kagetsu Yoshino was mm-hmm. training. Like, Miyu Amasaki did fine in her debut. You know, Lady C, Ayasakura, Hanako, they're all fine, blah, blah, blah. But, like, there's other rookies, too. But my point is, this was like, okay, Yuzuki is clearly a step or two above a lot of the rookies. Mm-hmm. And th- and there's a reason she was so highly touted when they announced her debut, which kind of came out of nowhere, by the way. They announced it the week of New Blood. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. she's ready to go. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and she looked fantastic. She's a former judoka. Uh, she, her favorite wrestler is like Ricochet, which is very funny. <laughs> um, she starts wrestling like Ricochet then. Oh, boy. Uh, but she did hit a great head scissors in this match, which came out of nowhere. Uh, there there are the parts that we can always critique for a rookie. It's like, okay, well, she was scared clearly out of her boots when she made her <laughs> entrance and stuff like that. But once the bell rang, she really put it all together. And obviously wrestling gets Momo never hurts anyone. Yeah, this was um... – this was, I, I thought this was an excellent debut. I was, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't want to get carried away too much, but as you said, I, I, t- I tend to agree with your, with your initial <laughs> statement there. I'm, I'm kind of all in on this. Um, I, again, I totally agree that she's probably the best debut we've seen in a good while now for in Stardom. I think the, the comparisons to, you know, the previous era under Yuishino, um, totally accurate. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, on top of all, uh, you know, she had a lot of exciting moves that she could show off there. She was, like I said, she was throwing head scissors and um, stuff like that. I think her selling was, was some of the best yes. we've seen from a rookie in a long, long time. I think that, um, you know, she really had a good grasp of like kind of, you know, how to play a role in there. Obviously, she's in there with Momo Watanabe, you know, one of the hardest hitters in stardom. So I imagine some of that selling was probably, she was legit getting kicked in the back at <laughs> some yeah. of those points, which, um, you know, probably helps to uh, bring along the realism and stuff like that. But I think she has a real great understanding uh, in there. And, um, yeah, just a very, really, really promising um, display. And, and, yeah, it was very much out of nowhere. We already had, like, the, the full lineup. And then the last couple of days, it's almost as if, you know, she kind of was, was just ready. <laughs> yeah. And were like, fine, let's do it. <laughs> let's just, let's, <laughs> you know, let's throw her on there. Which, um, you know, I think it paid off because I think now you have another – Really exciting addition to the roster. Someone who um, everyone's going to be looking forward to, you know, keeping track of. And um, yeah, I don't think this could have gone much better for her. Yeah, they gave her like everything you want mm-hmm. for a wrestler to start. They gave her good music. They gave her oh, yeah. gear that looked like Momo's from when she was in Queen's Quest. I kept looking at her. I was like, I feel like she's going to start kicking soon. I was, I was like, I feel like she's going to. She never started kicking. If she adds kicking, then, you know, this might be, oh, yeah. this might be the next big star of. Perf- oh wait a minute! I already said that. Uh, I was trying to think of something more ridiculous. I don't think I can beat future the future of pro wrestling. Uh, but in all seriousness, I do think that she um, is someone that is as long as everything goes right. Because you never know in wrestling, you never know in mm-hmm. Joshi. Like things are unpredictable. But as long as everything goes right, I'm willing to say they do have a future top star 
in her. Yeah. And I think between her and what Amasaki has been able to do this year in terms of um, her overall improvement that we really saw in this show, uh, they got to be really excited about their rookie class um, of the past year or so, past two years, I'd say. Because I, I just think when you're when you're stardom, right, they didn't have new rookies for so long. Amasaki was the first in like a two years since Lady C, which is absurd. Um, and now they're starting to pump some out. You see more ringside as well. Of course, we have the uh, Kamomo Manami wrestler yeah. who is – <laughs> I don't know where she is, but I believe she's still there. I, I've seen her ringside, so I, she's, yeah, she's still there. She's there every now and again, and I see her, and I'm like, oh, she, yeah, she is still there, which is which promising. Was... She, she might be just as important. She's a high-speed wrestler, they said, oh, yeah. so, like, we need that. <laughs> you can one of those. Yeah, uh, but I just think, like, they have to be really excited about what they're putting together. And, you know, the more they make signings, I'm sure, and things like that, we're starting to bolster this roster. Because I learned this past mm-hmm. month and a half, while I know this roster is as deep as they come, they're not that deep when everyone's hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, things like this. You know, it's it's a physical uh, it's a physical sport. Things like this are going to happen. You're going to have injuries. You know, as much as like you know, we can say part of it could be preventable with kind of schedule and stuff like that. Freak injuries do happen. Occasionally, you're going to lose a couple of top stars. Um, so you know, but being able to bring in new talent like this it's always going to be a, a plus for the promotion and yeah i think you know the, the, the i think there's another thing as well the kind of uh, rookies that are coming in at the moment you know you look at the past couple they're all pretty diverse in kind of their skill sets and what they're going to add to the company you know you've, you have um yuzuki who is kind of like a almost a dragon gate-esque <laughs> from yes. what we've seen and uh, that, that, that appears to be a big part of her inspiration to be a wrestler from the um the initial things we've learned about that hanako obviously is like eight foot tall in, jo- <laughs> <laughs> in Joshi terms. You know, Ayasaka is throwing kicks and all this. Manami Kamoma, like you said, high-speed wrestler. So we're on, like, you know, diverse talent to the roster as well. People who can plug in different holes. Um, it'll be interesting to see where all of them eventually land in terms of factions and stuff. We still haven't seen anything uh, moving in that direction. Which I from. like. I like that we're doing it slowly. Except mm-hmm. for Amasaki. She was in Queen's Quest before yeah, the straight first match was over. But, you know... Uh, the rest of the card was as followed. Saida defeated my Sakurai, which was a big surprise. I was not expecting that at all. As <laughs> someone that was like, oh, you know, my Sakurai, I think like they might be setting up for a Wonder title match. I was like, oh, never mind. No, no, they're not. She's <laughs> losing to Saida, which I would like a Saida title match if we're considering. Um, I think she's just done incredible work over the past when the passion injection happened. Oh, yeah. I don't remember when that happened, but she's been on fire since then. Um, so she got the win. Su Suzuki defeated Yuna Mizumori. Not a big surprise there. Ami Saray defeated Zones. May Sarah and Hanan wrestled to a really good 15 minute mm-hmm. time limit draw. Um, obviously, they have such bright futures. Those two are two that Stardust put an emphasis on this year, one way or the other. Um, when I saw that match was made, I was like, they made that one for me. And then, and then I was told that the new blood recording got ruined. Like the audio got messed up on it. So I was like, mm-hmm. come on. They uploaded it quickly though. That is up for free as well on, um, on the YouTube channel, which is nice. Um, Momoko Hanazono defeated Lady C. Miyu Amasaki defeated Chi Chi in like the most personal five minute match between two people that have never wrestled <laughs> they, each other I've seen. They've got something here, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> there's... There's money to be made there. There's money yeah. to be made there. You know, 
good bit of business, you know. We talk about the future of pro wrestling and the future of uh, of Joshi wrestling. We're seeing a seeing it all come together right here. If we can see more of this, whether it be, you know, in New Blood or or wherever else across the Joshi Indies, then I'm in. <laughs> I was just blown away by how like vicious Amasaki was. I was like, what happened? I was like, did you guys just like talk shit in the back? It was like, all right, let's go kill each other because. I, I've been I've been someone that has like been openly uh, you know people are like are you joking about Chichi? I was like no, Suri told me she's the future, so she's the future. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, like that's just that's how this goes. Um, and then after this match, it's like okay, well, this needs to be the new the the first ever new blood blood feud that we've ever had. Like this, these two dudes are run it back like every few times they do this, and just like trade wins back and forth because i was like there's something here and i mm-hmm. want every bit of it it was like this is great this is this is way better than i had it had any right to be <laughs> yeah this was um this was really exciting i mean I- i've enjoyed these new blood shows Me for the too. most part i think they've been really really helpful as well for stardom getting um getting some of the you know the younger talent the lesser experienced talent into more prominent positions on the card but the you know the, the majority of the matches on new blood are kind of like almost like sort of showcase matches um this one though definitely feels like something that you can build upon you know <laughs> as you said this is something they need to be able to come back to um mm-hmm. obviously the door seems to be open with new blood for, for you know talent from all sorts of different promotions so i you know i imagine the likes of chi chi and zones will be back at some point but um yeah absolutely this needs to be something to kind of builds on to whether we get maybe uh i just cooked up a a, a tag team match in my head i'll, I'll picture this one well if we have Utami Hayashista and Miyu Amasaki versus Chi Chi and Suri, who labeled Chi Chi the future. What, what? I'm cooking I, here, all right? Come on. <laughs> put, this it, is a, put it on a pay-per-view. This is a new blood main event. <laughs> put on a pay per view. Forget new blood. We're, we're putting <laughs> yeah. that on a pay per view. That's too perfect. Oh, man, that'd be so good. See, this is what this is why Jamie's on the show. We need to cook up these possibilities. <laughs> See, I'm the realist and was like, we'll probably do like Miyu Amasaki and Hina versus Zone and Chi Chi and. I'll be okay with that too. Yeah. Um, but I like yours. I like yours. Think, Maybe that's think, that's think the long term goal. We get to that. We get Suri and Utami in the ring, but actually we're all there for Miu versus Chi Chi. That's oh, yeah. what we're actually there for. Um, and then the main event, Future Storm Championship, Rena successfully defended against Hanako, which was a solid main event. Uh Rena obviously getting all these main events, which is good because they clearly see big things for her. I mean, she's still only 15, so it's pretty crazy that she's main eventing shows. She main events more shows than like well, her sister for one, her older <laughs> yeah. sister, definitely Hina, but her older sister, even though her older sister main evented Gold Rush, but I digress. Uh, shout out Tess. Anyways, we move forward. Uh, we got Gold Rush here. This is going to be pretty quick. This was a... Uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> the gold, gold Rush felt like the uh, I don't this might be like way too strong when I say this but the Gold Rush felt like the limit for me and the, all these injuries I was just like Put you over the edge <laughs> yeah and then like the next day or whatever they were like all right we're fixing this and I was like oh thank god because <laughs> I was I was so like man and then you know AEW helped me um, get over it real quick uh, thank you thank you. Uh, main event of that show. 
but uh yeah let's get into it uh so surprise surprise the two teams that would advance to the money ball finals would be Izuki, saeed and hanan as well as the ddm trio of julia tekla and my sakurai did you have any thoughts about those preliminary matches um outside of konami being back for <laughs> you you took the words right out of my mouth i was just gonna say not really but nice to see konami back <laughs> you know great in her like five minutes involved she always looks great man she always she looks does. great I'm, I'm desperate for her to to come back you know i mean I'm, you know maybe maybe the new regime changes will uh will appeal to her maybe she'll uh you know think again think of big picture yeah uh-huh. you know? i did see jungle kiona uh retweet rossi's thoughts today about mm-hmm. the regime jungle kiona hasn't tweeted or done anything in months i just want everyone to know that but she retweeted yeah. that so i was like uh oh, <laughs> <You know> people. <laughs> but yeah, love seeing Konami back. If she ever came back full time, I think we'd all be very happy because uh, I don't know. She just fits like a glove in um, God's eye, and I want more of it. Um, and every time she shows up, she's like the strongest person in the ring at that time. And it's like, what? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why are you not full time? Like, what are you doing? And not much. I've learned because she's traveled the world recently. She's in Sukebon, I guess. That's about all we got for consistent. <laughs> yeah. Konami. Is she? I don't even know if she's on the next show. She might be. I have no yeah, idea. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> wow, Sorry, it's it's a totally different realm that Sukebon for me. I, I don't know what's going on over there, but you know, they seem like they're having fun. God I bless think them. Their next shows in like two weeks. Who knew? Um, all right, so the rest of Gold Rush, right? Right, 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 right. Uh, we had a high speed championship match with May Sarah successfully defended against Momoka Hanazono. And I just want to declare uh, the MVP candidacy for May Sarah in stardom this year officially here. Uh, this, this woman came in on April 23rd and has not stopped putting together just like these fantastic performances. She is part of my house show MVPs list. It's a very, very specific class. That is the Hazuki Natsupoi class of talent that we, you know, Mm -hmm. we, we love them. And with Natsupoi gone, it's really noticeable on these house shows. If you watch them, Uh, but she has been so great. And uh, seeing her enter the Hana, Hana zone and leaving, Still with the title, I mean that that says it all. Um, I think she, but in all honesty, I do think that Maysara has been fantastic. Um, be, between this, the crazy star stuff, and just kind of coming back to wrestling after being a year and a half out of it, mm-hmm. it thank God she's back in wrestling. <laughs> yes, she. I mean, what an addition! I mean, I, I feel like people don't put enough emphasis on that. You know, the, the yeah. amount of time she was away from the ring, she didn't. She hasn't missed a beat, <laughs> right? You know, it was noticeable in her first match back all the way back. Sure. All Star Grand Queen. You know, she's you know she's been ready to go. And uh, you know, you look at the kind of you know we've already talked about the injuries and stuff. The, the amount of people, you know, big names that have been missing from the last couple of Stardom shows. The additions of May Sarah Suzuki. You know, the, the and I know she's not fully signed, but like Soriano, um, Mori as well. You know, I, I do worry to think what Stardom would look like if they never brought these, these extra people in. You know, I mean, I, I may say uh, kind of the most of all of them because obviously she come come into that high speed division. I mean, you know, we, we also just talked about that as well. Um, you know, that division always needs new bodies, especially with um, Azumi and Starlight Kid. 
kind of progressing past that now. It looks like they're trying to go for, you know, maybe white belt singles gold in the future. Obviously, they were, um, you know, a match of their own on this show. But, um, yeah, she's just been one of the addition man, May Sarah. It's, it's great to see her with the high-speed title. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what more uh, she can do in the future. She will be facing Tecla next, which oh, is yes. a lot of fun uh, as someone. And I know, I think a lot of, I think most people at this point just want Tecla to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're all very excited about that. I think that's a perfect challenger for May Sarah. Um, it's like Tecla said, it's her first singles title match since she got injured in her last high speed title match challenge, which is absolutely mm-hmm. insane. That was in 2022. Uh, so. So she and that was before the five star, so she missed the five star. So this title and her obviously have a lot of history. And mm-hmm. based off of May Sarah's recent performances, I think that should be an absolutely great high speed title match. Yes, absolutely. It's always it's always good to see uh, as well, Techno getting these opportunities. I kind of put her in the class with like a like a Saida, who we just spoke about before, mm, who's kind class. of yeah. she can slot in anywhere on the card and mm. she'll deliver. Um, but super, always super kind of underutilized, um, and it just feels like you know she's kind of a, a victim of the 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 depth in quality the Stardom has because obviously there's always other. I will say, shouldn't be a shock that Tech was getting a title match with all the injuries. But well, yeah, how the, how the high speed division is, she should be anyways. Um, mm-hmm. It's you know, Azamine Starlight Kid moving up does not help. Um, it's good, obviously, because I want them to be doing way more than they are. But oh, it's tough when <laughs> it's tough when it comes down to you know wanting to see the top high speed title matches. Um, next up, Azumi defeated Starlight Kid and Suzuki, which I need to say the biggest shock of this match because mm-hmm. I was like, all right, so Starlight Kid's back, Susan's the five star winner, waiting for the world title match. You know, like Azumi has no shot; she's the one getting pinned, and then she won. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so, of course, my hopes got up. I was like, oh my God, she's going to challenge Mariah for the title. Oh my God, oh my God, it's going to be perfect. She's trying to get a Wonder Star title match. And then I heard her say the strong and Julia, and I was like, God <laughs> damn it, that damn belt always bothering me. Uh, so, after that, she did challenge Julia to a strong women's title match. But the, tri- the three way itself, obviously, it was really good i thought it was mm-hmm. probably the best match of the show and i don't think that's much of a shock there if you look at the three competitors uh when they made the match i was like oh they're just they're just gonna give this one away all right cool sounds good <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean uh, you know completely agree with you i think as as we kind of slid under the radar <laughs> in this one as you say obviously suzu was the you know she, she was you know initially planned to main event this show well you assume she was planned to main event the show you never know if these ladder matches <laughs> maybe they've still thrown if they'd have still thrown the money ball ladder match on ahead of the uh the uh, red belt match that, that'd mind. be really something but uh would have lost like, my mind <laughs> <laughs> that would yeah that would have <laughs> someone would have had to intervene there but um <laughs> you know and then like you say start like kick coming back so yeah it was a, a, definitely a shocking result um more fun high speed stuff as you say obviously they've graduated the, the high speed division but still um very high speed based they can't Suzu absolutely kept up with them all the way which yeah. is unsurprising because she's one of the best wrestlers in the world um but yeah shocked to see you know i think everyone kind of expected Suzu to pick up the win considering what she was ori- originally meant to be doing um but yeah the the new japan strong 
uh, Women's Championship Challenge. Obviously, we, we get a little bit more of that later in the show. Um, I believe we have a date for that now. Is, is that early early December? December that's, 2nd that's... at Nagoya Big Winter 2023, which has quietly become a very good-looking show, which we'll get to mm-hmm. because they moved a match from the cork. And <laughs> I was like, okay. They realized, cool. hang on. <laughs> they were, I was like, wait, wait a minute. I think we packed this show enough. I think we can move this away and put this on the pay-per-view, <laughs> which, yes, you can, because I prefer to see it live. Um, and what's, what else do we got here? Oh, Shuri defeated Alice Inc. in a UWF rules match. Um, I thought Alex Inc. looked pretty good. I don't like UWF rules at all. Usually hate them. Hate them. This was the yeah. first time I watched one. I was like, this is pretty good. I was yeah. like, this is... I was like, well, sure, he's obviously great. She usually makes them as entertaining as possible. But they mostly just did strikes rather than grappling. And I was like, mm-hmm. this this is how these matches are supposed to go. This is the way they're supposed to go. They were giving Alex Inc. a lot of points early on. Like, she was taking out Shuri, and then Shuri essentially knocked Alex Inc. out. And it was great. And I was like, I'm hoping Alex Inc. stays around. Because they hadn't announced by then if she was over for more than a cup of tea thankfully she is you know because i i look at uh, when alpha female came over for example and she literally just came over for like two seconds which i was not opposed of at all mm-hmm. um but i wanted alice Inc. to stay because i was like this is someone different this is a very different foreigner to bring into this roster um and she's obviously staying she has a bunch of big singles matches coming up which is good for her um, and I think that you know, Shuri got the best out of her for sure in her debut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you all the way on that one again. You know, absolutely not a fan of UWF rules matters as as they go most of the time. But you know, when when they revealed uh, Alice Inc. Or, or I guess Scandinavian Hurricane, we should give her yeah, a style title. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, when when they, they they played the initial video, I know she you know she was throwing a few uh, throwing a few kicks and stuff. I thought, okay, we might be. Um, Gonna we'll be cooking something here, and you know, it kind of the match kind of went as I had hoped. It was, uh, like you said, a lot more strike based and grapple based, mm-hmm. which have been a lot of my grapes with the the past UWF rules matches. And yeah, it's 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 good to see that she will be sticking around for a little bit. I don't know exactly for how long, but um, she already has another UWF rules match lined up, which is it's an interesting a weird one. It's an interesting <laughs> one. I know Nanai Takahashi has like a little bit yeah. of a background, you know, in, in kind of these types of things but she in does. 2023 i don't know how this is going to look um but you know you know nanny takahashi's passion injection ma- passion injection matches i'll give her credit about have been some of my favorite things in stardom this whole year she's got some of the best workouts of some of the, the lower end people on the roster yeah. as a whole um obviously this is not i, I don't think they've marked this as a have they marked this as like a passion injection thing or just no UWF? no but we just all <laughs> assume it is they should have a passion injection uwf rules match that would have been that would have awesome. been a sight to behold but um regardless <laughs> I love you the know passion injection matches. <laughs> they're the best man but you know th- throwing alice inc in there with nana takashi i think um you know be interested to see what what she does there but yeah i'm, I'm glad to see she's sticking around this is good this is good stuff yeah, so Alice Inc.'s next four ma- or five matches have been announced. Alice Inc. will be facing mm-hmm. Saya Ida on Thursday, um, Ruaka on Saturday, Yunamiza Mori on Sunday, and then at the Cork and Hall show, she'll be facing Tekla. So that should Ooh. be interesting. Um, mostly because Tekla's in a title match, and they're clearly trying to build up Alice Inc. So I have... I, they could go to a draw, I guess. I'm mm-hmm. intrigued, nonetheless. Um, so good addition again for foreign talent, based off of 
one match. Um, I will say everyone that was expecting a major happening or announcement or whatever <laughs> didn't happen. So no. I think that was nope. part of the problem with the show for yeah. a lot of people. Is no that way. We're all sitting there buzzing, <laughs> waiting, and then nothing happened. Well, Palmy was expecting a Ronda Rousey vignette. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what? we didn't get that. Well, when Shuri's match ended, I'm just like, my heart was like beating out of my chest. I was like, oh, geez. Oh, God, it's coming. It's coming. I can't take this. And then she left. And I was like, oh, uh, all right. Um, I'm going to guess that whatever it was probably had something to do with an injured wrestler mm-hmm. because there's a lot of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> take your pick. Yeah. So essentially, that's that was my best guess, um, which I had said. But. Anyways, Wonder of Storm title match, Mirai versus Sayori Ano ended in a 30-minute time limit draw. Oh, I have many complaints about 30-minute time limit draws, and it's that you it's that if I can predict it early, that mm. usually means the beginning of the match wasn't all too good. Yeah. And I don't know. When I watch Sayori Ano, I don't want her sitting there grappling ever. Like her, her best matches are where she's just going all out, which she did in the last 10 minutes or so, mm-hmm. but you know, you have to build to the 30 minutes and uh, it was just, it, it was tough. I really liked the closing. Like I said, 10 minutes. I thought those were great. I was like, this is the match that I was waiting for 20 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, and Mariah does get another big name added to her list. Right now, she's got she beat Tam. Uh, she, of course, has Konami, Momo, and now Sayori as her defenses. Um, my big thing, it wasn't even the match. The match was, you know, whatever. Should have main evented. I guess the draw tells me why maybe it didn't. Um, besides Moneyball being this main event. Um, Moneyball main evented over Shuri and Otami last year and Saya versus Kyrie. so... Yeah, <laughs> I think it might have actually main evented over Tam and, and, and Suzu now that you mentioned that, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. We, we, may, we may have dodged the bullet there, actually. <laughs> yeah, I would have. there would have been some... I would have probably just shut it off after the yeah. world title match had that happened. Uh, I'd be like, all right, I'm done. I don't, need to, I don't need to watch this, especially once Mayu got out. I was like, I don't care about this at all. It's like, I think that's also where my depression hit. Once Mayu was out, I was like, all right, I have lost all... This this is this has drained me. I am completely drained. There's no more hope. Um, thankfully, it seems like Mai is just resting because she's not mm-hmm. necessarily needed right now. They need her a lot more. She's a lot more important for January fourth than she oh, is yeah. the next couple shows. So yeah, go rest that dislocated pinky that looked absolutely nasty. Um, how did you like the match? And we'll talk about the future of the Wonder Belt in a second here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I I probably enjoyed this slightly more than you, but again, um, you know, it, you know, it does have its fair criticisms with the uh, the way it was kind of paced and the, the the build to the eventual finish that we got there. I think, um, as you say, that you know, a lot of these draws are very telling in the way they structure these matches. When you know, I, like, you know, you can usually tell when it's coming, and that does that, that impacts the viewing of the match because when you're when you're aware that there's not going to be a winner, then yeah. you can only be so invested, right? Um, with that being said, uh, you know, the, the, the second portion of this match was exactly what I was hoping for mm-hmm. out of these two. Mariah throws some of the best lariats in the game right now. And who better to bump like an absolute mad oh, woman and land on, land on her head than Soriano? 
um, who absolutely did their part here and as well with the, you know the, the big time suplexes she throws. This was a really good um, a really good matchup. I just wish we kind of uh, it was structured a little differently. It could have been even better than what we got. But with that being said, I still think it was another pretty solid defense for Mirai. I believe it got a Wrestle Purist four point five, which is I saw that. It's a pretty high. Uh, well, there was, I was there shocked. Few, yeah, there were a few. <laughs> I believe. Uh, Rob and AO, uh, they were they were pretty high on this one. Uh, they must have been tuning in for this one, and then they they loved it. So I was you know. genuinely shocked when I saw it that high. I was like, "Really? That's <laughs> well, the one we, that got the high remarks." <laughs> we we gave our first five in a while, which was pretty pretty crazy. But yeah, well, if, if you've seen you the, the behind the scenes of the WrestlePurist spreadsheet, you'll know that the last couple of months have been a struggle to to award the five with the current. Well, system. you know, Swerve and Angman killed um, each other for it. So. But, yeah. Anyway, this this uh, this one the one the bars you said it's another big name out of our eyes. List of defenses. I, I have to I have to also say, um, you know, I, I believe I've said this to you as well. I was not initially a big Marai believer. You know, yeah. I, I was one of the few um, Marai deniers. As it there is, there was a lot. I guess. There was a lot. Yeah. Well, a yeah, there, were, there, there, there still there are some. <laughs> there, there are still some. You know, but um. I think I think part of it with me is just because because the roster is so deep, there were, and there are a lot of people who have been waiting for a while to get the white belt shot. I, I think that oh, was yeah. that was part. Of it. That's fair. But I must say, every match I've seen so far from Mariah in this white belt reign, she's lived up to it. So you know, I'm I'm now I'm now on board. It's slightly late. I hope you'll still accept me, but I am now on board. <laughs> hey, the 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 soul train keeps on going. You know, yeah. she refri- <laughs> fights with her soul. She wrestles with her soul. It's always welcoming until the very end. Because, I, you know, ever, she's going to convince everyone sooner rather than later. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of when. Uh, but ne- but I will say the interesting question now is who is next for Mirai? Because she is not defending at Nagoya Big Winter. So that is setting her up for her next defense at Stardom Dream Queendom. And unless it's Mina Shirakawa, it's... It, all the clear people are gone because Micah beat Mariah in the five star. I'm gonna tell you right now, Micah's in the world title match. So I don't know who is challenging Mariah. I thought maybe they were gonna continue the my soccer ride thing. That ain't happened after she lost Saida. So that brings us to the new eras duel that absolutely That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> creates yeah. sadness in my heart. <laughs> yeah, it does definitely seem like that's that's going to be the direction. I, you know, I was I was about to say before you before you mentioned it. Uh, you know, you're looking around and there's not really too many glaring options, and then you see, you know, they've been they've been teasing it a little bit, building a little bit of tension. It does seem like that could be something they're going towards. Which um, I'm a bigger Ami Surrey fan than you are. I know that everyone's a bigger Ami Surrey <laughs> fan. <laughs> you know, I th- I think there's something there. You know, but, but obviously. I don't think she's kind of queendom white belt challenge. Well, level. Haruka Umasaki wasn't either, but that was last year. So, <laughs> well, you know, as as it is, you know, with, with the people we've got on the roster, you know, it's she's not that high up the death chart for me. But you know, these are difficult times. <laughs> we you know slim pickings here. Um, yeah, even still, I don't know if she'd be my preferred choice, but it does definitely seem like that is the. That would be my my you know seems like the uh, the bookies' favorite for the white belt match, as it's yeah yeah definitely the leading candidate. I will say 
<sighs> no, I won't. Never mind. <laughs> like, if there's a match that might work, those two, those two had a good look in the tag match that they had at the tag final. Um, they mm-hmm. look good against one another. Um, I just, I just don't like it as the queen to match. I think I, I would be perfectly fine with it on a normal pay. Like hell, if they did it on Gold Rush, I would have got over it. I would be like, mm-hmm. all right, no, that's fine. It's just not a match. I think like fits Queendom at all. Mina yeah. is Mina is oh, because yeah. that is a match that we missed out on. It it should have went from Mina to Mirai, but no, 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 no. We had to have <laughs> Tam come in the middle of it, um, for reasons that are still, uh, but uh, <laughs> it, it logical. I'd pick Mina. Um, just because she's also not doing anything. She hasn't done anything in forever. She doesn't have a faction anymore. Waka's out, so she's just chilling. Um, <laughs> there's, they're, sending, they're sending her to all the uh, Bushi Road Expos because they're like, I don't know what else you're supposed to do. Uh, you could team with Hanako. That, that's why well, we got that for you, yeah. <laughs> um, which, you know, it's great. Um, I, I would pick Mina, but Ami Saray is probably the leader in the clubhouse, which... Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see Pack goes. the rest of the car. It would be stunning to see the top two matches, though, be Suzu and Micah and Mirai and Ami Saray. I'll just say that. That would be like, yeah. After, especially after last year when Shuri and Julia main evented, what the hell happened to them? <laughs> just be like, what yeah. happened? I would, I would kind of sum it all up, to be honest. I, I don't, you know, if the Suzu and Mike match is what we're going to get, I mean, I love the five star final. I know they can, they can, oh, yeah, go I'm not worried about them. So, you know, it's not a worry, but obviously in terms of, you know, relative to the, the names and the, the star power that we had. Uh, the main well, because we know Julia's going to be on it. We know Mayu's going to be on it. We Like, we know this, a lot of the – Shuri's going to be – I have no idea what Shuri's doing, by the way. I would love if we got a swerve and it was a Mirai-Shuri match, like the mm-hmm. God's Eye leader steps up. I think that would be a pleasant surprise. But they seem to be booking Shuri for something else with the UWF matches and stuff, you know, we thought it was going to be Ronda Rousey. I can only think Ronda. <laughs> I can only think Ronda. What, what, who else is it? I don't know. That's the problem. Uh, it can only unless, be Ronda, surely. Unless they bring in like Hashimoto again or something like that, or like well, that, Suri yeah, be. or someone, which if they want to bring in Suri and do Shuri and Suri, I will, I will accept the Mirai versus Ami Saray <laughs> match. I will be perfectly fine with it uh, because I do think we're loading up that show kind of as the big kickoff to 2024 after what was clearly an up and down year for the company. Um, and then the Gold Rush main event, Bari Bari Bombers, Julia, Tekla, and Mai Sakurai defeated Hazuki, Hanan, and Saida. Uh, my favorite parts of this match were with... Hazuki and Tekla. I thought they had great mm-hmm. chemistry um, to close out the match. I liked Tekla doing the suplex off of the ladder while hanging. That was sick. That was mm-hmm. awesome. I was like, okay, we got something. We got a cool visual from this match. That's about it. I mean, they did the best they could. It- mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there was obviously with, with the people who, you know, if, if all things went to plan, would have been involved, you know, Mayu Watani, and I believe Kagama would have been in this, right? Uh, you, yeah, 
And Cogger, actually, I, I think she she may be more of a miss. You know, I know you're the biggest Mayu Itani fan around, but Cogger in these kind of gimmick matches, that's true, turns into Jeff Hardy <laughs> in his prime. You know, so we didn't get the big dive. There was no. Yeah, she's like, she was going in with a big dive. So you know, you throw her in, in, in this sort of match, and you know, the kind of uh, excitement levels go up a little bit. You get a few more crazy spots, obviously as well, Mayu. You know what you're going to get with Mayu Itani. Uh, she's always must see. So yeah, I just, it's, my, it's, I just need my you around, you know. Just, yeah, just, it's, just for morale, for my morale. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she's a big miss. She's a big. There's a lot of big misses, but she's you know, it, so it's no school when Mayu's not around. But for what it was, I, I think I think all parties involved did did a fairly decent job. It wasn't the ideal um, main event. It wasn't the ideal money ball match that we could have got. Yeah. But there were a few exciting spots in there, as you say. You know, the the Hazuki and a. Uh, and Tekla stuff were definitely my highlights as well. The, um, yeah. the, 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 there was a couple of landings off the ladder where I thought, like, you know, we got enough injuries. Hazuki, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> chill. Azuki landed bad on the ladder once, and I was like, all yeah. right, can we not lose Azuki? Like, that might be like, all right, let's just shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> let's just shut it down. We can't lose her, too. She tries a lot. We, we need that around. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a fine show. Like, if you had high. St- if you had high expectations for this show, I think you walked away a little bit underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it wasn't a, listen, it wasn't a bad show, but it really showcased where we are with the injuries. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest problem for me. But uh, they got over 1,000 fans at you know, Soccer Arena number one, which is nice because, you know, obviously attendance has been rough lately, not their fault. Well, mm-hmm. not the roster's fault, I should say. Um, but, We'll wait and see, but let's get to pretty much the only reason people are here 51 minutes later. Uh, you know, it's fine. It's fine. We like to cut to the chase here. All right, press conference time. So Stardom has a huge press conference that was late. So we hadn't announced it yet, and I was going on the YouTube channel because I was going to watch the rest of New Blood, and I see, like, the planned, like, this is going live at whatever, and I was like, oh, a press conference interesting and i was like this is the thing i've been waiting for uh yeah. it was for nagoya big winter but i was like stream queendoms in a month it's not it can't just be that mm-hmm. like there was no needs, way they could have put past the elephant in the room more <laughs> yeah so it starts off with new the new president taro okada speaking and he looked he looked worried. I don't know. He was like, <laughs> he was just like speeding through his words. I was like, all right, this this poor guy may not be a big public speaker. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, I don't know. I like him. I have no reason to like him other than I don't know. He just, he just, <laughs> he gave off like I just want this to be good, okay? Um, which I get that as someone that talks into a microphone every week. I also just want this to be good. Um, but then. The it, it's given away pretty quickly when I see the titles show up. Uh, they're bringing out each title one by one. I didn't mm-hmm. see the world initially, like it was like a five second span until I saw the world title. Uh, but I saw the tag titles and I was like, no, not Supoy, why? And then I saw the world title, I was like, and there it is. So the inevitable did happen. The world of stardom championship was vacated. The Goddesses of Stardom championships were vacated. Tam Nakano's title reign comes to an end in, I'll say it, unfortunately for her, will go down as one of the worst World of Stardom title reigns because it Mm -hmm. just had 
no defenses. She had it forever. Yeah. Uh, her title reign was beat Julia in April. Uh, defended technically against Mina, mm-hmm. uh, which was obviously weird in itself. Then she defended the Wonder, lost that to Mirai. Then she defended against Megan Bain. Yeah. And then and, Tora. And then Tora. And then that was it. So, uh, an <laughs> underwhelming year for the world of stardom title overall. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely not what we expected when Julia was coming into the year as world champion. Uh, we expected this to possibly be the best year for the title. It was not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the goddesses of titles, very upsetting because I thought Sayori and Natsupoi were fantastic as champions in their few title matches that they had. Uh, but with injuries comes opportunity, which we will get to. Uh, so Rossi Ogawa announced that the new World of Stardom champion will be crowned in the main event of Stardom Dream Queendom 2023. It will be Suzu Suzuki, the five-star Grand Prix winner, going against the winner of a one-night tournament to be held this upcoming Tuesday at oh, Cork yeah. and Hall. And I was like, oh, Rossi saw people saying, oh, these attendance numbers are down. He said, all right, that <laughs> one-night tournament, here you yeah. go. Um, <laughs> he announced the matches. It will be Micah versus Ami Saray, which I just laughed at. I was like, really? Like, Ami Saray's not winning. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mina Shirakawa and Momo Watanabe in the other match, which is exciting because they have phenomenal mm-hmm. chemistry. Um, and then they will meet presumably in the main event of that show to decide who will face Suzu Suzuki at dream queendom. We'll get to the Suzu aspect in a second here. Um, But I think the realization hit for a lot of people that the next world of stardom champion is going to be either Suzu Suzuki, Micah, Mina Shirakawa, Mo Watanabe or Ami Surai, which is just like, come again. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's exciting mm, definitely definitely i mean you know as you said you know the, the, these type of things whilst unfortunately they do create opportunity now we have a case where we're going to get we're going to get a new champion someone who's never not, not only never had the the world um world of stardom championship before but like kind of never really been close to this spot before until you know right right now she's only just really getting i know she's had red bull challenges and stuff like that, and there's a couple who have but um this is the first time where anything feels like okay this could really happen and it's going to happen for one of them um the just, just in terms of briefly uh the, the actual vacancies themselves before i kind of get into the yeah the tournament it definitely this, this had to happen as we said before we went live um on our show dumb guy live we, we we were we were live just the day before this announcement was made we were kind of talking about the situations you know that, that were unfolding and we said you know unless they're absolutely certain that tam nakarawa and nats boy can make queendom i think they have to vacate these titles um on the red belt side of things you just can't not have the world of southern championship not defended that what is essentially the biggest show of the year i know the also, our Grand Queen could also be the biggest show of the year, I guess. But you know, it's it's one of the two, and it's the big um, year-end show. So there was no way, you know, as soon as she wasn't on that poster, it became apparent that okay, something needs to be done here. Um, for Nat's Mariah point, isn't so, yeah, either, to be fair. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, I was like, eh, maybe it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, <laughs> it was. But, um, it was a big for that's uh, point, sorry, I know I, I was particularly gutted because they had the uh, the artist title reign with Kyrie that was kind of getting going, and then obviously that came to its end, which you assume is because Thanks, Kyrie, Kyrie was sticking around. Thanks, pal. Uh, and Appreciate now, it. just as they were having a really good tag reign putting together. You know, and that's why it gets injured and they have to vacate, uh, which is really unfortunate because that they're they're such a amazing pair. You know, again, one of the most one of my favorite things from Stardom this whole year. Um, but you know, you have tag league winners in uh, Micah and Megan Bain. They need something to do. You know, Megan Bain may not be around um, for too much longer. She may not even be around leading into Queendom. Uh, you know, could be headed back to the states. Um, but yeah, in terms of this tournament, which I'll get back to, obviously, it's pretty exciting. You know, there the, are the, the people in this tournament that I've been waiting to get this opportunity for a long, long time. Yeah. I am a massive Momo Watanabe fan. I don't think she's winning, but you give me, a, you know, you give me some hope <laughs> and I'll, uh, I'll get a bit too excited. You know, I don't think she's the favorite heading into this, but... I, I I would not be against that at all. Mina Shirakawa, I think she's got a big chance. I know you've you've kind of mentioned already that you think Mike is Mike is taking this. I think Mina's I think Mina's in with a big shout, but um, and obviously Ami Sure is in there also. <laughs> you know, she is. <laughs> I mean, she's also <laughs> she's there. Um, she's but... Well, well, that also hurts the idea that she gets the wonder match because, like, what if she just loses? <laughs> like, which she will. I, there's no chance she's beating Micah. Hmm. Yeah. Well. I think it's a tough one with the white belt because when Mirai won and the way they're building Micah up, right? If Micah's not winning the red belt I, here, it'll be Micah. then I, I would very much like Micah to get the white belt. She's 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 due something, right? Um, so if, let's say, Micah beats Ami, which is probably going to happen, and then Ami gets the white belt match, Mirai retains, maybe Micah is the next up following yeah. that if she's not red belt champion by then. Um but yeah, I don't know. In, in terms of Micah getting there, my only worry is, um, and, I, and I do kind of think Micah is the favorite heading into this tournament, is that if she's not winning, I don't know if I can do another one of these, man. I don't, <laughs> my, Micah, Micah fans, you know. Uh, there's a lot of them. Oh, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of them. them. I've, had to, I've had to hear from yeah, them for months yeah, now. She's kind of leading the charge on the Micah front for a long, long time. Um, but, you know, we, we we just you know you know just coming away from the the five star final not too long ago which mm-hmm. was obviously Suzu and Micah so you know it, it would make sense to rerun that but if Micah's losing again it's tough man if they don't have something big for it immediately after that it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of rough but um yeah yeah I, I, ultimately I think Suzu is probably taking this which I think in terms of creating a moment and creating a star I think is maybe the right way to go with it. Um, for the hey man, time. I thought Suzu was beating Tam. So, I was see. I wasn't sure. It was just just the way they did it with kind of and they announced it, and it wasn't for Queen. It was like it felt like they were waiting for Sayori Tammy. If there yeah. was a big year end story that made sense, right to close mm-hmm. out Queendom, it was Suzu versus Micah. So oh, somehow, yeah. some way, that is what we're getting. That's I what we're getting. Um, I think I think I'm confidently going with that as the main event. Um, I'd like to see uh, if if Mina gets to the final. I would like her to at least pro- project that to a wonder match. I think it'd be a very mm-hmm. easy way to do so. Um, 
it'll be fun though it's a fun quirk and hall show mm-hmm. should be lively for micah mina like those two are over so popular so it should be mm-hmm. loud should be fun um it's gonna give some people some false hope one way or the other and i and i think no matter what we're on the way to making suhu the next big main eventer um but you know plans change we'll see what happens ultimately at dream queendom but let's get to the suzuki aspect um if a look could kill suzu had it (laughs) she was not happy she hasn't been happy we've seen the interviews Mm she has been calling tam out time and time again where are you give the belt back well you know this and that and once the match was canceled i figured tam was dropping the belt um they were just going to probably wait till the like like they did after that pay-per-view and we they'd announce it. So um Suzu was vis- visually not happy. She was talking like very distraught. And then Hazuki said, All right, this is my time to shine, baby. Here we go. <laughs> and Hazuki, oh, I should add her. She could also be the next champion, which we yeah. just <laughs> way to give another fan base more false hope. Yeah, I was Let's like, just they, throw everyone in there. They it's your time now. Every fan base of the past like two years that I've been hoping for the big win. Mina, Momo, Micah, and now Hazuki. I was like, that is just <laughs> funny. That's just this, fun. This, this could create a real a real dangerous situation on Twitter. <laughs> I, was, I was like, Rossi's been listening, and he's like, oh, it'd be a shame if I broke some more hearts. Um, but Sue Suzuki sitting there angrily before Hazuki comes out, and Hazuki, those are your title matches if you're watching the video. Um, should be a lot of fun. Hazuki comes out, lays down the challenge. Suzu's like, Okay, she's like, she didn't she didn't look all that interested in the idea, but she's like, yeah, that seems fair, I guess. I totally was not so sorry to have my title match. Um, this was originally announced for the Cork and Hall show. They pivoted, thank God, and they moved it to Nagoya Big Winter. They saw they saw what was happening on that Cork and show, and they said, you know what. We probably don't need to put this on there. <laughs> yeah, we we might we might have enough intrigue already, you know. I'm just, maybe. <laughs> yeah, a yeah. little bit, a little bit, I'd argue. Um, but it's very exciting, obviously, because Hazuki versus Suzu. Never saying no to that one, ever. Mm-hmm. I'm never gonna be like, oh no, we get this awesome singles match. <laughs> um, that should rock. Obviously, Hazuki's been on fire. Um, anytime she gets the big matches this year. I happily remember that match with Sayaka Kamatani. Um, if I was to Boy. make, I'll have my Joshi top 10 at the end of the year, but that's comfortably in it. Um, I miss mm-hmm. that. I miss those days. <laughs> the times were simple back then. <laughs> um, with Saya on top as champion. And I'm not blaming Mariah. It's not her fault. Um, but Saya as champion, I felt like was like, all right, we're safe here. You know, we're okay. Mm-hmm. And it's been a mess ever since. Um, so Suzu accepts. That'll be at Nagoya Big Winter. We'll get to that full card in a second. But, folks, the the the, the moment I was waiting for, I was like, someone's got to be returning. Someone's got to be returning. This is what we've been waiting for. I was like, they need good news because this is all not good news. They need yeah. something to reinvigorate everyone to, you know, give, give us a spark. Give us some juice. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Those are the titles, which they announced that Divine Kingdom will be facing a random team Mm -hmm. for them. 
at big uh what the hell is it called nagoya big winter i keep <laughs> they have so many names so many i i forget them all nagoya big winter and um what's her name um um megan bain said that they're already champions this is actually a defense and i was like i don't think that's how that works but uh <laughs> all right and <laughs> the reveal was probably the best this was the best stardom news in i don't even know how long forever and it was sayakamitani and utami hayashista arriving together right after the goddess titles were talked about and i was like <laughs> here we go um, obviously saya being back is like Thank God, Saya's been gone for so long, like so long. She's been gone since that first five, but she was gone before the injury thing became like a conversation. That's the crazy thing, right? Because mm-hmm. she, you know, she decided to jump off the thing and destroy her elbow <laughs> and everything. Um, but these two arrive, uh, just and I just like I felt enjoyment. I was like, oh my god, the depression's gone. <laughs> <laughs> the depression's gone. Aphrodite's back. And they announced in their little talk that they will be returning November 28th. I was like, I was expecting the pay-per-view, Queendom. No, they were, they're returning next week. By the time I'm on this show again, they have already wrestled, folks. They are back full-time. And ever since then, Saya put an interview out there, and she pretty much said, Micah has momentum. Nah, nah. We can't be having that. Uh, <laughs> Aphrodite wants the tag titles, which is just, like, that's my favorite rivalry in Stardom, because it's, like, just so under the radar, and then anytime one person has success, they're like, alright, I want to crush you. Um, so, the secret is probably out. It will be very likely that Aphrodite is fa- uh, is uh, contending for those vacant titles. Um, so, uh, Jamie, how were you, how was your feelings when Aphrodite arrived on the scene? Oh. <laughs> the feel the feeling is coming back. She got the feelings the, back. The real vibe back. is coming back because <laughs> you know the, you know the uh, as, as much as you know the people who have been uh, in and around these stardom shows they, they've been delivering for the most part. The the, the big stars, you know are going to take it up another level. And these are two of the biggest that Stardom has on offer right here. And they're coming back. Not one of them, but both of them coming back, coming in for the tag belts. You you have to assume um, it, it seems all signs are pointing towards that match. And I, I love that you point out the, the Sire and Micah thing, because, again, that's that's just one of the one of the best things Stardom has going. That's going to be a red belt match at some point in the future. Oh, yeah. That's going to be spectacular. Um, oh, yeah. It, it may, be, may even be a red belt match as soon as next year, if, if things go Mike's way, a queendom, which I, I, I would not, I would not mind at all. Um, but yeah, this is just this, this is great news in a, in a time where it's, it seems like it's been nothing but bad news for the last couple of weeks for Stardom. So yeah, very very happy to see both of these two back. Um, it, it, it's interesting because one of my um, feelings about Saya is that she was going to win the world title once the rumor came out she was supposed to win the five star and obviously now that it's not in the plans which we all expected to be in the plans mm-hmm. until the other day when 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 tam vacated the title and she wasn't in the tournament so uh it feels like they might have pushed that off an entire year 
maybe perhaps mm-hmm. um i think that's very possible maybe they'll just give her the five star next year and she'll run it and go get it which i think is actually perfect like sometime i never want injuries ever i never want injuries especially in stardom because they've been awful um but sometimes there is uh, it, something good can be disguised because of an injury and i think if they went right to saya as world champion it would not have been as great because you know she just came off the the record one to mm-hmm. run i think if we're to wait another year until she gets the belt or however long obviously we're just going to be waiting longer i think that's going to do her a lot of good i think you know she's teased a new style after how she injured herself and we'll see what that shows i think she's just gonna keep her special moves you know we're not hey we're not doing those on house shows anymore folks um (laughs) sorry um but i think it's going to be a blessing in disguise at the end of the day like i think when she gets that wonder belt we're all going to be a lot happier for it um and we're getting an aphrodite tag title reign potentially when they're at god mode now shout out roman reigns they're you know like the first time they had them they were both still figuring themselves out sai especially now now they're the, the, they're they're the gods the, forget the queens they're the gods of this shit you know and i can't wait i can't wait for them to get the title match i can't wait for them to uh presumably win the titles and have this huge match at queendom um i've already started pitching I've already started pitching matches. I, I want I want them against ALK before ALK or before Julia leaves if Julia's leaving. I mm-hmm. want I want uh, Black Desire to come back. You know, oh, Momo yeah. and Starlight Kid. I need FWC in there. We have uh, eye contact, Hanan and Mayu. Like there are so many great matchups with them as champion now. And I feel like Oh, and of course, Sayori and Natsupoi. When Natsupoi mm-hmm. comes back, Meltier, you know, like all these different tag teams that could just make this an incredible tag run. Um, I'm just so happy that they're back. And it is the boost that Stardom has desperately, desperately needed over the past mm-hmm. couple of uh, months. Are we at months now? I think we're at months now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I just, I'm so excited. Like, I haven't been so excited for like something in stardom since them and and their date uh, oh, not their debut Jesus Yuzuki debut their return match it's as good as it gets folks it will be Utami Hayashida Sayakamatani and Azumi versus Suzu Suzuki May Sarah and Megan Bain at Corrigan Hall. I love it. <laughs> throw them in, throw them straight in there with um, with some of the people who've, who've you know in their in their absence have made stardom still very much exciting to keep up with. is a uh, it's it's a great way to go with it. And uh, yeah, man, I just can't wait to see them back in the ring. It's it feels like it's been an eternity, but it, obviously it hasn't actually been you know that that long. But you know when two of your biggest stars are out, it feels like it feels like a lifetime. Um, I, I just want to allude back to the kind of the point you made on Saya um, and the five star. Uh, when, when she initially got injured on that first night at the five star, I, I remember mentioning. I, th- I think she's a lock for next year's next year's yeah. five star, and I think I am. Um, I totally agree. I was kind of expecting. Uh, you know, obviously we had the Meltzer report when she got injured that she was initially planned to be the winner. I also I had Utami the in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I also had Utami as a potential winner, um, which is kind of why I originally thought. Suzu wasn't going to win 
the red belt and they were still going to loop back to whoever was initially mm-hmm. um obviously that seems like that's no longer the the, the plan well we know that's no longer the plan um and yeah i think down. you know with the absence <laughs> you know absence makes the heart grow fond of people she's been a sire's been away you know she's going to come back in build herself back up you know who better to do that alongside than Utami Hashtel, as you said. We want the teams they can they can face off against there. Yeah. They're gonna have one hell of a year. I believe the, the PWI tag team list is, is that out today? I, I saw you tweet about, uh, yeah. about seven up. Seven up, uh, got, got ten. Yeah, they yeah. <laughs> haven't existed in my Takahashi enjoyers. <laughs> Shout out the passion. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean that PWI list next year. Get you know pen it in already. I think Aphrodite are gonna be a big uh, a big 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 time attraction for stardom next year i think so too i think uh i think they're going to be a big attraction for queendom i think Mm -hmm. i think there is a conversation to be had that they should main event nagoya big winter i think Mm -hmm. i would just toss them in the main event against megan bain and micah just put this big huge main uh tag title match to crown new champions guaranteed i think that would be um Something to consider now. There's a strong title match, I know, but this is kind of their official return still. Like I know they're returning on the Corican, but this is them themselves. Like that trios match, they're gonna have Azumi do a lot of the heavy lifting, obviously, since it's their first match back. Uh, but I like them being paired as a tag team too. Like you said, it gives them a chance to ease themselves back in rather than you know just sending Saya into a world title match or something like we expected. Um, and I just think, uh, these two are destined for a huge 2024 together and apart because at the end of the day, they are two of the biggest stars. And I will say anytime someone's injured, you notice their absence. Um, I, I noticed size absence, like mm-hmm. every minute of the five-star Grand Prix oh, I was yeah. because every match was like, oh my God, it would have been Saya versus Suzuki. Oh my God, it would have been Saya versus you know this person that person this person and we got none of them and i was just like this sucks i hate this <laughs> i was like this yeah. i was like the five stars this incredible tournament and it was fantastic don't get me wrong but it was like it could have been better mm-hmm. it could have been yeah. so much better i mean we, we have to look at how how prominent she was before her absence you know obviously she she had the white belt reign um which kind of went on for like a whole year and was you know always some of the best stuff on any of the the cards it featured on and then come out away from that Shortly after, you had the you know the the big Queen's Quest feud that was that ah, gave us so one of the best style matches of the whole year. One of my favorite matches of the year in general, to be honest. The the six on six cage match is one of the best. It's still my match. One of my favorite year. stories in stardom, and a little while. So you know, Saya Kamatani was a big, big, big part of um you know the whole promotion heading in the direction they were going. So yeah, absolutely the uh, the absence was, was was felt. But um we're back on the right track. We're we're, we're back building towards an eventual Sayakamatani Red Belt reign. It'll, it'll sooner, you know, sooner or later we're gonna get there. But for the time being, I'm all in on this tag room. It's time to fire up the uh Utami Wonder title reign as well. I'm not, I'm yeah. I'm ready for that as well. I need I need them to have the uh moment at the end of a show where they're both champions and they can Ooh, do yeah. the, the belt clap and stuff like that. I think that would be great. Uh but thankfully Aphrodite's back and they will make their return at the November twenty eighth Cork and Hall show, which again is insane because that is in a week. Um, which I just I just can't believe. But let's get to the final part of our show here today. Stardom, Nagoya, big winter 2023. So the original three matches that were announced, I was like, okay, 
Um, so it will be Nanai Takahashi versus the Scandinavian Hurricane, Alice Inc. in a UWF rules match. When I saw that graphic pop up, I was like, excuse me? <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's just so it's like you know like i said before I, obviously i know nani takahashi has like a bit of a background you know to, it, it's not a complete you know out of nowhere thing that she's in a uwf rules but it's just like i don't know it's just it was not what anyone was expecting um i don't think but hey man you know the, the first match for Alice, i think was a it was a good little showcase so uh we'll see how it goes it this was that was the thing though right it's like they're putting these two in a pay-per-view match. Like what a random thing to do. Um, but hopefully it works out. We also have the high speed title match. It'll be May Sarah versus Tekla. Tekla cut a nice promo about how, you know, she's really wanted this back and getting this opportunity. And May Sarah just looked bewildered the whole time. Like, I'm, I, I'm so, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know. <laughs> you know she, she kills me with her expressions. Um, and that's kind of what she did when, Tekla called her out to challenge her. She was like slowly walking, and then she was like, "Oh me, oh I, I, I gotta, I gotta get to the ring." Um, <laughs> which I was like, I, "I, it's just so good. It's just so it's the little things like that that make her great." Um, so that will be a match, and then of course the strong women's championship match. It'll be Julia versus Azumi. Azumi challenging Julia officially. Um, I I'm gonna say it right now. This is Julia's best challenger so far for this title. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't disagree. I think um, you know I, I I kind of shared your your slight disappointment when Julie uh, Azumi's call out wasn't the white belt because <laughs> you know we, we talked about the the lack of clear um, challengers heading into Queen. But um, I'm never gonna complain about getting these two no. facing off against one another um, in terms of. Who's going to win? <clears throat> my, my, my throat's going now. <laughs> Excuse me, folks. But, um, you know, uh, I would love to see Asmi pick up a win here. I don't think she's going to, purely because I, I believe they recently announced uh, Battle in the Valley for next year, and Julia is advertised. That may be a red herring. Yeah, it may be a red herring, you know. Yeah, we'll ask for Julia. Head over there <laughs> to America for a little bit. But, um, I, I do think Julia is going to retain here. Maybe, you know, I mean, I, I have no idea what the, what the read is on Mercedes Monet heading into the <laughs> heading into the end of, you know, 2023. But that seemed like a match that was on the cards at some point. Whether it still is, I mean, she's a total enigma. I have no idea what her plan is. Um, I don't think anyone knows. Uh, so There's... one, I'm done trying to predict what the hell's happened with Mercedes. Yeah, that being said, here I am predicting something yeah, with Mercedes Monet. This is what we want. This is All in. the last shot. This the end of this match is the last shot for Mercedes mm-hmm. Monet to pop up for the rest of this year, unless it's an AEW, yeah. which I'm not gonna lie, does not interest me nearly as much. Um yeah. I want her and Julia. Like that is the match. That is the match that New mm-hmm. Japan wanted. They wanted this entire time. Not New Japan, Bushi wrote. Well, <laughs> New Japan wants none of this. Um, Gato has made that perfectly clear. Thanks, bud. Um, I think it has to happen at the end of this match if it's going to happen at all. Um, you can set it up for Queendom. You could set it up for the don't. I know they said there's no stardom matches. Listen, this is a New Japan title. And it would be Mercedes Monet on the card. They could make it work. I've seen the Wrestle Kingdom card. They could use Mercedes Monet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, 
I think that is possible. And I think she wants that Tokyo Dome match. This is, again, the final chance for it to happen. She said she expects to pop back up in 2024. There's no way she's not cleared by now. The injury could not have been that bad. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm no medical expert. but when, It could have been it, when, worse, when first... they reported. That's also possible. Um, but I'm going based mm-hmm. off of what was reported. <laughs> yeah, you know. I don't know what the kind of expected time frame for like a, a, an ankle injury sort of is, but it does seem like it's been a, a pretty pretty long time. Um, I know we've we've seen a we have seen her out of the boot. I don't know how far that means her schedule, yeah, you know, how far along in her in her schedule is. But she's you know, hopefully we do get that, whether it is that Queen the the Dome or something like that, or maybe it is. You know, maybe they do save it for the the San Jose show. Obviously, we've, that's where that's she had okay too. I know Trisha mm-hmm. Dora challenge, but like. Yeah, oh yeah, they, they do have that coming up. But yeah. like Battle of the Valley is where Mercedes wrestled the first time. So mm-hmm. yeah. it'd be crazy but, um, to do it again. Yeah. But regardless of whether we get Mercedes here or not, I do think this match will be uh, a very, very fun time. And whoever wins, you know, there should be uh, hopefully big things in the future with a strong title with uh, hopefully Mercedes Melee back, back. This might be bold of me, but I think this could be the best match Julia has had since the Sayori match on night one of the five-star. And I say this with the idea that Azumi has been wrestling out of her freaking mind for like Mm -hmm. months now, and she usually is. But like, she just... She's another one that like you can just plug into any spot. She's like the higher of like the Edas and People mm-hmm. like you can put her in any match, and I'm gonna believe it, right? I'm yeah. going to believe that she is not only capable of being in that match, but she's going to deliver in that match. Um, and I will also say, who does Mercedes Monet love? Azumi, yeah, Azumi happens to be in the match. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I'm making Next all the connections. Then I'm gonna complain, the... yeah. I'm just hoping that Mercedes pops up, uh, and wrestles Julia before she makes any big contract decisions um you know whether that be aw whether that be the fed yeah i it would, i it it's coming yeah <laughs> we'll be a pretty upset in turn of events if the first time we ever get mercedes Monet versus julie will be on like payback oh. <laughs> which oh. it does seem like a real possibility at this point that's, which is a sad thing to say i know you know that's people... disgusting because i feel like it has more possibility than mm-hmm. Ugh, I mean, I, I I believe Monty made the tweet on the Respirators account, but the two big names people were talking about for Julia, uh, outside, uh, sorry, not Julia, um, Mercedes Monet, outside of Mayu Batani, which we already got pretty early on, uh, were Jay Cargill and Julia. They, they were Those were two huge names in terms of star power. Um, Jay Cargill's already gone back, uh, sorry, already crossed the bridge to WWE. Yeah. Julia, you know, in talks, offer on the table, apparently. I'm just saying, I don't like the way the vibes are feeling right now. No, I've accepted that. I'm treating it as Julia's gone, so if she stays, I'm going to be overjoyed. If she's gone, I'll be like a nice... nice I'll just be like, all right, I was ready. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, But Azumi, I expect to kill it here. An Azumi win would be like the coolest thing, truthfully. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it ruins Mercedes versus Julia. That might never happen as is. But Asmi winning would be great. She brought up EO Sky during the press conference. She's like, I want to wrestle her again. And everyone's like, oh my God. Uh the Forbidden Door. I was like, shut up. I said, shut up. That's not I've seen a few 
I've seen a few crazy rumors and uh, you know, a few, few conspiracy theorists yeah, about on Twitter. You know, looking back at the um, the you know the, the kind of the Nakamura and uh, sorts of thing, they were saying, "What if WWE are willing to you know let Stardom have EO for one show if it means they they you know they get a deal early with Julia or something like that?" I don't think that's going to happen. I've seen a few people throw it out. <sighs> Everyone's smart. I don't know. Right, they keep bringing up EO because they know someday this woman will come back for a mm-hmm. little run, and they will get the matches oh, someday. Yeah. And it was good. I I am sold that it was going to happen last year before that big nose took over ah, for WWE. We get ruined e- it. EO and Dakota. We were getting both of them. <laughs> that was it. Instead, they took Kyrie. Jerks. Well, they can if they just only want to keep Kyrie, that's fine. Like we keep stay away from everyone else. Attack New Japan. God, yeah. Leave, leave Finley. Alone. You don't want David Finley. He's David right Finley's right there. You love Tamatonga. the fit Finley. Come David on. Finley, Tamatonga. You know Tamatonga. You could you know. Ain't nobody realer than Gorilla. Come on, yeah. You know, Hikuleo, uh, You know he's really tall. He's <laughs> huge. He is really tall. He He's so him. tall. Uh, you want um? No, that's probably it. Uh, I was I was gonna save someone that I probably like. Not getting spiteful. <laughs> Start naming. No, no. You want evil? He's awesome. He's over. He makes a ton of money in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. He's a real. He's a real sports entertainer. Uh, and then of course the other two matches will be Hazuki and Suzu for the right to challenge at the Queendom show and the Goddesses of Stardom title match which is presumably Divine Kingdom versus Aphrodite which again I have pitched for the main event unless we're dropping the Mercedes Monet thing then you know I get it if you want that Mm -hmm. to close the show Um, I think that's finally it I think that's finally it. I think we've made it to the end. I think uh, we have all our injury updates. We have our vacant titles dealt. We have um, Aphrodite back. Zuki's the future of pro wrestling. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I don't know what else you possibly need. It's been it's been a very, very table in time to be a star, Stardom fan over the last couple of months. We've had, we've all these injuries, you know. The vibes haven't been there. But, you know, with all the things we've been over in this last... <clears throat> Hour yeah. and a half or so, you know. Like you say the new rookies coming through. After that, the management's changing. We're going in a, in a slightly different direction. We're going to have a new wonder of star, uh, a world of stardom champion, which obviously means you know we're getting a new era starting on um, at Green uh, Queen, uh, Dream Queendom. Yeah. So you know, definitive, you know, fresh start for the promotion in a different direction. The vibes are going to come back. I'm, I'm feeling it. 2024, we're going to be back on the right path. Mm-hmm. With all the big stars coming back in, and I think Stardom will be back to their best sooner rather than later. I do too. Um, I will add that Bushi Rhodes Kidani has revealed that they are trying to scale back on injuries to Stardom by no longer holding major shows in the middle of tournaments. Felt pretty self-explanatory, but yeah, <laughs> good decision. Um, yeah. Stardom's also heading back to Singapore this weekend. Suzuki, Tekla, Azumi, Maysara, Lady C, Momo Watanabe, and Mina Shirakawa are heading over for three days of shows. So that's pretty cool. Um, and this weekend's big matches. Suzuki will face Megan Bain one-on-one on Thursday because, sure, I'm not, not yeah. going to complain about that. 
Um, like I said, the Alex Inc. matches. Uh, Yuzuki has her next crop of matches. She'll face Mew Amasaki oh, in her second match. Here we go, folks. <laughs> the, fu- the future of pro wrestling, the main event, arguably, in a few years. And then Yuzuki will face Suzu Suzuki Ooh. in her third career match. It was a good run for uh, Yuzuki. And it's very funny. All of her matches are against the future division and then Suzu. <laughs> it's like it's like here you go just just good luck um and she'll be facing hina as well on sunday and then next week's cork and hall show is as followed you have the world of stardom championship contender finals you have michael versus ami saray mia shirakawa versus momo watanabe utami saya and azumi all back together to face off of Su suzuki megan bain and may sarah hazuki hanan and saya face off of starlight uh starlight kid natsuko tora and Ruaka. alice inc and tekla go one-on-one shuri and mirai face julia and my sakurai sayori i know oh damn it i didn't notice my sakurai and mirai were against each other oh boy it's back on it's back on okay um sayori no is back on the show she'll team with yuna mizumori and hanako versus lady c miwamasaki and hina i think it's wild that those two standing cosmic angels members are officially say sayori and yuna mizumori <laughs> um and then we'll have rena versus yuzuki as well so that is your cork and hall show jamie plugs where can the people find you all that good stuff yes so obviously for visual uh, people watching this with the you know on the youtube you can see right here my twitter at jamie ross wp for people on the audio stream um i am live every well not every sunday but i was about to say every tuesday we obviously changed time slots don't guy live we are now we try and be most sundays and that is usually at uh 10 p.m. UK time, uh, or for the Eastern, it's 5 p.m. I believe Eastern. Uh, if I get my time zones correct, and that is dumb guy live with me, Parker, and sometimes Murph, but mostly just me and Parker. To be to be honest, um, and other than that, just you know, check out all the rest pure stuff. You know, uh, there's always podcasts pretty much each and every day covering whether it's AEW, WWE, uh, big stuff happening, Japan stuff like that. I believe there's one tonight live reacting to the. Uh, the AEW, uh, what's I've, I've, I'm blanking Continental on the name. Continental Classic. There you that go. Doesn't the, exist. The AEW G1, <laughs> the the lineup reveal. So that should be fun. Should be very interesting. We'll see whether it's you know uh, as stacked as we hope. I mean, the first the first couple of names we got in there, looking good. But you know they could always announce like a. I don't want to get spiteful. <laughs> I, was, I was about to. I was about to. I was about to like name drop someone. You were gravity. You were. Like <laughs> <laughs> they name gravity. I'm just. I'm. I'm, I'm taking yeah. Tony Khan's uh, booking yeah. rights away. Yeah, give us Bandito or yeah, gravity. Yeah, give me <laughs> Roosh. Give me Roosh. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. But anyway, in terms of plugs, that pretty much does it for me. As I say, Jamie Ross WP on Twitter is where you'll find me. But um, yeah, thank you very much for having me on the Five Star Joe Show. It's been always a pleasure to join you on this. And um, yeah, you know, I really enjoy being here. It was good to be on here. Obviously, as I said, Dumb Guy Live uh, just the night before the all the big news breaking. So it's good to have a chance to get to get right into it. It's always the way it goes. But, um, Everyone, yeah, there's always someone I know that has a show right before Stardom drops the biggest possible yeah. news, so that the audio is instantly old. Yeah, people <laughs> people watching the day later, it's like, man, they've got to vacate these belts. Yeah. <laughs> I get very lucky. I will say, 
now i just probably jinx it but i usually get really lucky because i just i do my show either wednesday or thursday Mm -hmm. and it comes out on friday it's before all the stardom shows because they usually do things early in the week but uh you know sometimes unpredictable uh, but thank you again, Jamie, for coming on. Uh, you can follow me at Scotty Wrestling on Twitter if you listen to the show and don't follow me. Mean, but thanks, I guess. Um, I appreciate you at least listening to the show. I actually prefer if you listen to the show. Nothing on Twitter that I say is all that useful. Um, is it, oh, sorry, X. Nothing I say on Twitter oh, yeah. is all that useful. Um, if you're listening on uh, Patreon, you can listen to this sh- show on any feed for free whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I have no idea what else people use for podcasts. I won't <laughs> lie to you. No idea. So that's why every, that's why everyone says Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you get your podcasts. So thank you for listening. <laughs> no one knows any of the other places. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not at all. Google Podcasts, maybe? Question mark? I don't know. Uh, but this is week three of being free for, for life. So hopefully uh, everyone's enjoying it. And like Jamie said, go follow him at... Jamie Ross, WP. For Jamie, I'm Scott. Aphrodite's back, and we'll be back next week to review their return and so much more. See ya! Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.